IU football has six preseason All Big Ten selections. Yes, really, six selections. Let's look at how that's even possible. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Monday, June 6th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. Hats off to the people over at Athlon who are obviously one of the most kind of storied publications when it comes to college football, but uh, those wonderful people over there put together all Big Ten teams uh, for 2022. They, <laughs> most places you would expect all conference preseason teams to have one, maybe two teams. These wonderful people put together four teams of preseason all Big Ten selections. The result is a program like Indiana gets six people onto all pre- or preseason all Big Ten coming off a two win season. Now, granted, that is tied for the lowest amount uh, with Northwestern and Rutgers. Uh, I six six selections seems wild when you look at the fact that they do. Full offense, full defense, full special teams for each team. It doesn't feel as crazy. So let's dive in. Let's take a look at who was selected for the Hoosiers. I think pretty predictably, the first name that comes up, the team's only second team mention. Nobody's on the first team. The only second team uh, honoree is Taiwan Mullen at cornerback. Uh, They only select two cornerbacks per team. So Taiwan Mullen, either the uh, third or fourth cornerback selected alongside Joey Porter at Penn State. The top two were Denzel Burke at Ohio State, Riley Moss at Iowa. Uh, We'll talk about Taiwan Mullen here in a little bit, but uh, not surprising. He's the first guy mentioned. The only other guy not on the fourth team is Devon Monster Matthews, who is on the third team defense as one of the four safeties they select. Uh, on the third team, they select four safeties. On the first two teams, they only select uh, two of each. I don't know why they suddenly get a lot more lenient once you get to the third and fourth teams. Seems like they want to just include as many people as possible. I'm fine with it. Gives us something to talk about during these uh, off-season months, but uh, Monster is a one of the four safeties selected to the third team. Again, makes sense. Uh, if you were to select the second best player returning next season, there's a pretty good shout between Monster Matthews. One of the other guys I think there's a pretty good shout for is on the fourth team defense. That is Cam Jones, one of the four linebackers selected. I think uh, at times he was a little <clears throat> in Micah McFadden's shadow and uh, maybe not shockingly. I mean, Micah McFadden was really good. Cam Jones was also really, really good last season. I think he's someone that could uh, make a pretty good leap uh, off of this. 
here's how many people that they list. There are enough people they list that IU had an offensive lineman on a preseason All Big Ten team. Matthew Bedford was a fourth team offensive lineman selection. I will try to only say nice things, but there are a lot of linemen that went before him. Four on the first team, uh, four on the second team, five on the third team. So 13 guys. Uh, He's one of the next crop of six. They selected 19 offensive linemen, basically, and he was one of the last ones. You got to get pretty far down to, uh, to get to those offensive linemen. The fact that IU only has one of them when they announced 19 of them is um, maybe a little bit telling, but I'm a little surprised they even got one of them. That offensive line was so bad that uh, it's hard to single out one of them as good. Bedford probably was the best of the bunch, but uh, it's hard to really make a, a strong argument in favor of him. The last two selections are actually special teams guys. Uh, Charles Campbell at kicker was the fourth team specialist and an interesting one. Not really sure what went into this DJ Matthews as the fourth team punt returner. Uh, We're going to look a little bit more into that because I don't know if that's making an assumption that he's healthy. I don't know if that's making an assumption that even if he isn't healthy, uh, he's the fourth team punt returner. But that is how Indiana gets six guys on the Athlon All-Big Ten preseason team. If you guys want more of kind of a conference-wide look at this, uh, I talked about it on Locked on Big Ten last week. A lot of the names that you expect, C.J. Stroud is the first-team quarterback. Jackson Smith and Jigba is the one of the receivers. A lot of Ohio State Um a lot of Minnesota guys that are somehow still around, uh, Mohammed Ibrahim, guys like that, um, Chris uh, Ottman Bell. Like, there's a lot of Maryland people that are somehow still around. I had to say nice things about Purdue, though. I know that isn't a glowing endorsement to go over there, but Aiden McConnell is the second team quarterback. I think it speaks to how bad the quarterbacks are in the Big Ten that he's the second best one, but. I had to get a backhanded uh, compliment in there somehow. But let's take a look. Any guys that might have been uh, left off the list, some people that might have been underrated overall. We're going to dive in, take a look at both of those. First, though, Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's uh, NBA Finals, the NHL Conference Finals, MLB, and of course, the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC or boxing. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. We have an important favor to ask you guys. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts. Just go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It's not going to take you very long. And everyone that completes it is going to qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. It's concert season. You guys can go to a concert for free, basically, with that gift card. 
to take our audience survey again, go to lockedonpodcast.com slash survey. Thank you guys for the help. It's hard to make arguments for anybody that might have been left off uh, when you're talking about an IU team that won two games last year. And really, I went down kind of position by position. There were so many transfers. Um, it's hard to make that argument. Like, for example, quarterback. Uh, I mean, I, we're not even certain who I use quarterback is. Like, you can't name somebody on the all Big Ten team if you don't even know if they're going to be the starting quarterback. Uh, running back, everybody left. Uh, Stephen Carr was great. If he was coming back, he might be on the list. Everybody left. So, a whole lot of new faces coming in. Same with the wide receivers. There was nobody great on last year. Uh, so, a whole new crop of guys nobody really knows about. Tight end is the same. I mean, Peyton Hendershot would have been on these lists, but he's gone. Uh, we talked about the offensive line. It's hard to make an argument for any of those guys being left off. So IU strength is going to be its defense. And if you look at some of the guys um, that weren't included, there weren't many. I mean, uh, the defensive line struggled last season. Ryder Anderson was the best of the bunch. He's gone. The linebackers, you had Micah McFadden gone. Cam Jones was on the list uh, as a fourth-team linebacker. Um, again, maybe a little underrated. I think it's maybe not as much underrated. I just think he's someone that if that's where the kind of expectation for his for him is this season, I think he's going to exceed those because I think he could have a really big year. Uh, so linebackers, uh, that other spot, you're not really – it's transfers or freshmen, really. I mean, you have Deshaun McCullough, who very interestingly, I noticed this as I was looking. Freshmen aren't on this list. Freshmen shouldn't probably be on a preseason All-Big Ten list. Um, so it's not shocking Deshaun McCullough isn't on there. I'd be stunned if he was a pre uh, All-Big Ten performer this year. But what's interesting, we did a podcast uh, a little over a week ago, about a week and a half ago, with John Garcia um, where we talked about the 2022 recruiting class. And at the time I was on, IU's website as recently as a week and a half ago, uh, talking about the roster for IU football at the time. Deshaun McCullough was listed as a linebacker, uh, outside linebacker even, I think, but maybe not. He was listed as a linebacker either way. He's now listed as a defensive back. Um, it's, Interesting. I think ultimately he's able to play a lot of positions with which we talked about with John Garcia. So he's going to see time everywhere, but small little anecdote, something I noticed uh, that maybe it means something. Maybe he's always been practicing with the defensive backs. I think that Husky position is screaming out his name. Uh, if he can adapt to it, especially on rundowns, it makes a ton of sense for him to play that. Uh, we'll see how he's used, but he's someone a lot of people thought would see some of that time in that Micah McFadden-sized hole. Be interesting to see now. Uh, the, probably the one name that I thought that maybe could have been mentioned that wasn't was Jalen Williams. Uh, he returns. He's going to be IU's number two cornerback next season. Um, again, I I don't know enough about the <laughs> – cornerbacks at Rutgers and Maryland and Nebraska. Uh, there were five fourth team selections. I'm not really going to argue like 
oh, this guy didn't belong and Jalen Williams did. I <laughs> that that takes an incredible amount of knowledge about the Big Ten that I simply don't have for football. I have a lot of that for basketball, but for football, again, this is why Godspeed to whoever wrote this because you had to ha- know a lot about uh, Big Ten football to be able to put together this list. Uh, but Jalen Williams was someone I thought could be on there. He's probably the best guy not on these lists for IU that is kind of returning. I know that was a lot of qualifiers, but Jalen Williams was good last season. He's coming back. He's going to be IU's number two cornerback. Um, We'll see if he plays anywhere near that level. It'd be huge if he did. If you're looking at the guys that were ranked and maybe a little underranked, Taiwan Mullen, I understand why he was second team, probably where he deserved to be. If he's healthy, He's a first-team guy. Um, that's a big if. He wasn't healthy last season. He wasn't healthy in the spring. Uh, Tom Allen kind of mentioned that like during that Q&A he did at Huber's Winery. Uh, he didn't practice a ton during the spring. He said he was full bore now, so maybe it was a precautionary thing. Uh, he had that kind of mysterious foot injury that never really healed. If he is healed, if he is 100%, he's a first-team cornerback caliber player. Uh, so we'll see how well he performs. Um, Charles Campbell, again, you're not going to find me arguing fourth team, third team kickers in the Big Ten. Just worth pointing out that in three years, he's never missed an extra point. And he's only missed six field goals. Now, that being said, five of them were last season. It was his worst season as a field goal kicker. He was 13 of 18, so maybe not the best time to point out that he might be a little underranked, but um, he was really good before last season, still as dependable as ever on those extra points. And if he can get a little bit more consistency on the field goals, then he's all Big Ten caliber, and he's been on those types of lists. Uh, I believe going into last season he was on that type of list. DJ Matthews is an interesting one to wrap this up. Again, If you're assuming he's healthy, he's better than the fourth team punt returner. He's like first, second team, maybe third team at worst good. Uh, Obviously, we saw how electric he was. He had the big punt return against um, Idaho last season. Really, really good. Fortunately, it was a punt return, I believe, that he injured his leg on. Um, But I'm not really sure what they did this ranking based on. I, I don't know it, it if it's like even taking into account his injury, I guess, but uh, I think he's going to be really good. I don't know if he's going to be ready day one when um, fall camp starts. We'll see if he is. That's a huge boost for IU, not just in special teams as a punt returner. Offensively, we saw how um, good he was in the slot last season, how dynamic he was. He was IU's best receiver until he got injured. Uh, and that was with a an offense that had Ty Freifogel. So he's really good. Hopefully he's back to healthy. Do I think he could make that list as a wide receiver? You're assuming a lot of health, and you're um, kind of projecting a lot based on, like, uh, what was it, about two games he played last season, two and a half games he played last season. So maybe, but uh, I'm not entirely certain. It's, I, I just know he's fun to watch, and hopefully he's back healthy enough to be fun to watch. It's enough IU football talk. Let's jump back to basketball where 
IU announced a multi-team event. Uh, they did announce it. It was reported of a multi-team event that has three more opponents for IU's basketball schedule next season. Also a really kind of fun IU-NIL deal that was announced uh, over the weekend as well. First, though, don't you guys love chewy chocolatey brownies? What about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? So good. What if I told you that you can have all that chewy chocolatey deliciousness plus 17 grams of protein? You're in luck because caramel brownie bars are available at built.com right now. You got to act fast because they're a fan favorite. Forget about dessert. They are better than dessert. Plus the macros are unreal. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only four grams of sugar. I would replace a regular brownie with Built's caramel brownie bar in a heartbeat. The best part? Caramel brownie bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, like for real. With Built Bars, you don't have to sacrifice taste for health. You can have both. And all of Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently. Provides a ton of health benefits. There's millions of reasons that you should try Built Bars. But for now, let's just say that Caramel Brownie will rock your world. That's really not an understatement. It will. Uh, with Built, tasty is the new healthy Go to Built.com to get your box of Caramel Brownie Bars right now. Once you're over at Built.com, you get everything you want. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So it was reported uh, first by Jeff Goodman on, uh, I believe, Sunday. IU would be holding a multi-team event. Uh, you're allowed one of those per year. They're typically um, your Maui Invitationals, your your um, Empire Classics that IU is going to be in next season. For this, it is allowing IU to play three games against some um, lower competition, we'll say. Reported by Talia Goodman. Here's the teams and the dates we're looking at. Miami of Ohio on November 20th. Little Rock on November 23rd, Jackson State on November 25th. So three more opponents that we uh, now know about with IU basketball. And really, we're getting pretty close to knowing the entire schedule. Uh, there's probably only two or three games. There might, if we're basing it off last year's schedule, there would be a Gavit games before that, maybe one or two uh, games before the Gavit games. Those three games should lead into the Big Ten ACC game. Then you're looking at maybe one game the next week, and then you have the uh, Kansas game and the Arizona game. We have a pretty good understanding of IU's off or uh, non-conference schedule right now. So while we don't know the exact uh, opponents all of them at least yet, we do have an idea of it's going to be a couple um, lower-ranked teams, your Gavit games, these three games, which again, Miami of Ohio on the 20th, Little Rock on the 23rd, Jackson State on the 25th, your Big Ten ACC game, maybe a conference game depending on when those are going to start, and then you're going into Arizona or Kansas and Arizona in the coming weeks after that, and then finals time, schedule slows down a bit, and then you dive into conference play. So we have a pretty good idea of what IU's schedule is going to look like already. Last thing for today, 
a fun IU NIL deal that they did announce the Hoosiers did on, uh, I believe on Friday. Uh, this is with campus Inc and it is a merchandising agreement. If you read everything, it might be a little confusing. Basically it's, uh, a solution agreement that will provide name, image, and likeness merchandising opportunities for all Hoosier student athletes. Now, in layman's terms, what's that mean? You're going to be able to buy merchandise that has IU players' names on the back. For example, you can buy basketball jerseys with players' names on the back, football jerseys, soccer jerseys, baseball jerseys. You're going to be able to do all of that now. Hypothetically, with whatever sport has names on the back, I don't know that basketball will, but uh, with football, you're going to be able to buy your Taiwan Mullen jersey now, your uh, McCullough jersey, your uh, whatever jersey it is that you want, your DJ Matthews jersey, whatever it is, you're going to be able to buy that jersey now. It's going to allow players to have their faces on shirts and whatnot. It's going to allow everything like that to be sold. Uh, each person is going, or each player, each athlete is going to have a believe they called it a personalized like digital locker room that will have all their merchandise so that these guys make money off of it. Um, there's any number of things that could be available. Those were just kind of examples I gave. Basically they can put their face, their name on anything and sell it and make money off of it. So super exciting, super fun. This allows them to put, I use kind of logo and stuff with their name and make money on it. So that's awesome. Excited to be able to uh, buy a Taiwan Mullen jersey. Unfortunately, it came one year too late because, buddy, I would have snapped up a Michael Penix jersey quicker than you could believe. Uh, but still, I'm I'm excited for a Taiwan Mullen jersey. Hopefully, we get some Trace merchandise, uh, Jalen Hood Shafino, those guys as well. So excited for that. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back with you later this week. Uh, we're going to have another um, kind of season in review for NBA. We did it on Friday with OG and Anobi. Uh, Locked on Raptors host Sean Woodley came on. It was a really fun conversation. Really encourage you guys to go back and look at that. I've already been in contact with the Rockets. Hopefully we're going to get one on EJ, Eric Gordon up, uh, hopefully by Wednesday, but later this week. Also trying to do one for Vic and the Heat over at Locked on Heat as well. So. We'll have those this week for you. Now make your second listen locked on NBA Big Board Podcast. Rafael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thuling give fans an in-depth look with the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and obviously big boards. Follow Locked On NBA Big Board every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, if you haven't already, at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe, leave a quick rating and review, helps us out a ton. Join us over at YouTube as well. That audience is constantly growing. But most importantly, though, guys, have a great, great Monday and LEO.